The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Well, happy Saturday to you. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, June 18th, 2022, Saturday of the 11th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2, and Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is St. Gregory Barbarigo. He was born in 1625 of a very old and distinguished Venetian family. He was a brilliant student. He embraced a diplomatic career and accompanied the Venetian ambassador Cantarini to the Congress of Munster in 1648. Then he became a priest and was soon thereafter consecrated as the first bishop of Bergamo by Pope Alexander VII. Later on, he was elevated to the rank of cardinal and also given authority over the Diocese of Padua. He guided his flock with pastoral wisdom and deep understanding. St. Gregory Barbarigo worked unceasingly in carrying out the reforms set forth by the Council of Trent. Through his efforts, the seminaries of both Bergamo and Padua were substantially enlarged. At Padua, he also added a library and a printing press. St. Gregory Barbarigo died in 1697. St. Gregory Barbarigo, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, inflame our hearts with the longings of Christ's sacred heart so that we might truly offer our persons and works in union with him for the salvation of the world. Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we consecrate ourselves to your Sacred Heart, and we offer ourselves with you to the Father in your holy sacrifice of the Mass, with our prayer, work, sufferings, and joys of this day, in reparation for our sins, and that your kingdom come. We especially pray for the Church throughout the world, for the Holy Father and his intentions, for the evangelization and conversion of the whole world, for our Bishop and his intentions for our parish, and for our families and their needs. Listen to us, O Lord, through Christ your Son. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for Christian families around the world. May they embody and experience unconditional love and advance in holiness in their daily lives. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, today we have uh, a beautiful gospel, a gospel of great reassurance, great consolation, where we discover the Father's care for us. So this takes place in the Sermon on the Mount, that beautiful sermon that St. Matthew um, uses to, to group together much of your 
teaching. And it covers everything. It covers how to live a blessed life at the start of the Beatitudes, covers fasting, prayer, almsgiving, um, fraternal correction, uh, so many so many things. The Our Father, uh, that beautiful prayer, um, you taught us that we can call God our Father. And this, this gospel is kind of the fruit of the Our Father, we could say, the gospel that we hear today, where we discover God provides everything for us. Why worry? Why worry? That's the question that you're asking of us in this gospel. Why worry when everything's given to you, everything that you, that you need? Jesus, this, this gospel reminds me of a, a video uh, that I watched just recently um, of um, a scripture teacher uh, doing a tour in the Holy Land, uh, in the, the Negev, um, kind of a d- desert part of, of the Holy Land. Um, and he's talking to this group uh, on what looks like a bare rock face uh, with sheep all over it. And he says to the crowd, this is what the psalm refers to when it says, um, I will lead you to green pastures. So certainly in, in my own mind, Lord, I've I've thought of that passage as um, that psalm as meaning, you know, lush green fields and, you know, as much as I could possibly want to eat. And then this scripture teacher in the video that I saw was saying, actually, that's that was never what was meant by the psalm. What was meant was this. And so the the teacher describes that um, due to the the mixture of humidity and wind and um, uh, moisture in the air, uh, the way it falls in a particular way, means that only little tufts of grass appear where there are rocks. So the little rocks um, that kind of hold in the moisture, these tufts of grass appear. um, And the sheep follow the shepherd and... They just have a little mouthful of grass here and a little bit further, a little mouthful of grass again there. And that's their journey. That's their journey following the shepherd is just one tuft to the next tuft. Far from this image of everything will be laid on and um, you know this, this field full of grass that we can bury our heads in and enjoy, enjoy the feast. You know. And the teacher was saying that um, this is much like our relationship with God. You know, Jesus, you are the good shepherd. You are my good shepherd. We say that to you now in this time of prayer. You are my good shepherd. You are the one I wish to lead me. I want you to lead my life. But I have to also understand that you are a shepherd like the other Jewish shepherds. You, When you said you are the good shepherd, you meant that in the way that shepherds of that time were. And shepherds of that culture are still. And so you lead me only into what I need for that day. This is what we prayed with yesterday in that beautiful prayer of the Our Father. Give us this day our daily bread. Give me only what I need. Give me enough. Uh, May I be satisfied, but don't give me more. Isn't that interesting that we pray that? I remember um, doing a, a placement when I was trained to be a priest with another priest. And I don't know whether it was some comment on my diet or whatever, but um, I was sitting across the table from him and maybe I'd eaten more than he would normally eat. And he said to me, yeah, I remember my father saying to me, it's good to get up from the table wanting more. <laughs> so I don't know whether that was him getting at me or what. But, but also there's a deep truth to that. 
Jesus, you are the one who provides the perfect meal. And the perfect meal in our minds, I guess, would mean as much as we could want. You know these buffet places that we go past, curry places or uh, international meal uh, buffet joints. Um, eat as much as you want. You know, pay one fee and eat as much as you want. And you come out just feeling kind of kind of gross, really. You know, I've just eaten too much. I'm heavy. And Jesus, you give the perfect meal. Which is just enough for that day. So you say to me in this gospel, why worry about tomorrow? Today is enough. Today is enough. And today I'll give you the grace. The Father gives you everything you need today. So don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll go looking for a new tuft of grass and a new pasture. But today receive what's given. So what is what's given? Well, you use that lovely word robed. It says in uh, in the gospel today, you say um, the lilies of the field, do they not spin uh, and toil? And yet even Solomon in his regalia was not robed like one of these lilies. And so the, the clothes that Solomon found to put on himself Jesus, you're saying they're nothing compared with the beauty the Father had already given to the lily, the lily of the field. And so maybe we could say that we are robed in providence. You know, truly the clothes I wear, the very food I eat, the blessing of, of the, the, the oxygen I breathe, I'm robed in God's providence. It's everything for me. You provide everything I need. And this is such a consoling thought, because left to my own devices, I would go looking for maybe more than I need in some places and forgetting what I need in others. And so you know me so well, Jesus. You know me so well. And you know that sometimes what I need, the grass I need, the pasture I need, the, the providence I need, is the cross. The providence I need is a bit of hunger. The providence I need is a difficult time at work or a, a need to kind of send a difficult message, perhaps. You know, there's, there's times where we end up having to maybe speak into a situation or, or send a message to someone that we'd really rather not send. Jesus, I'm inclined sometimes in those moments to say, oh, why, you know, why did I... Why does it have to be me <laughs> to do this? Why could it not have been someone else who noticed this or who had to speak about this? Well, sometimes that's the providence that you give me, that actually you, you call me to step out in fortitude and to grasp the nettle a little bit. I'd never go looking for that as a pasture. I'd go looking for the pleasant things, the things that I enjoy, the conversations I like. I would never go looking for um, challenge, I wouldn't go looking for the cross. I wouldn't go looking for sacrifice. And Jesus, you call me into that sometimes because you know the feast that I need. And the feast that in my mind looks like as much as I could eat or, or have or enjoy. Sometimes the feast for you is a feast of virtue. To, uh, to lead me by the hand into pastures that are life-giving, um, fulfilling, enough for today. And it's, it's actually something maybe unpleasant. But because I go there with you, Jesus, it's pleasant. Because I go there with you, I know that this is the place of pasture today. Tomorrow, who knows? 
So maybe as I pray today, and you pray with me, dear brother or sister, we can think of something in our life that is, maybe maybe something today is, is unpleasant or difficult. And Jesus, we bring this to you. We say, well, today, Lord, today let me be robed in providence. Today let your word be in me. You know, you say elsewhere in the gospel, um, don't worry about what you'll say. The Holy Spirit of my Father will speak in you. Well, today I claim that truth over myself, Lord. I allow myself to be robed in providence, given the words I need, given the smile I need, given the ability to make a sacrifice that I'll need later today, given the, the love to show somebody that, that I don't feel inclined to love, given the energy that I'll need to look after my children or, or um, agree to that plan that I would rather not have gone through with. Well, Lord, let there be a blessing in these things when I do them with love. To be robed in providence. Mother Mary, you were robed in providence very much. You experienced your whole life as, a, as a, an unfolding of the Lord's plan for you. You allowed every moment to be received. Give me the courage, Mary, to receive every moment as the gift of the Lord, as the pastor that I need for today, knowing that tomorrow is in the hands of the Lord only, where it's safest. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 14 minutes past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. For Saturday of the 11th week in Ordinary Time, June 18th, 2022, I'm Paul Sadek, and here's another way of looking at today's gospel.
enjoy being able to play that one. It was one of my late wife Mary's favorites from John Michael Talbot, The Lilies of the Field. 
20 minutes past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday of the 11th week in Ordinary Time. We're getting ready for the feast, the solemnity, actually, of Corpus Christi tomorrow. I'm Paul Sadek. Time to begin the liturgical day now. We join with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Go within his gates giving thanks, enter his courts with songs of praise, Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Indeed, how good is the Lord! Eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God, who brings the world and its wonders from darkness into light. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus. 
Het benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Let us praise the Lord for his mercy and for the wonderful things he has done for men. Let, Let us praise the Lord for his mercy and for the wonderful things he has done for men. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love endures forever. Let them say this, the Lord's redeemed, whom he redeemed from the hand of the foe and gathered from far off lands, from east and west, north and south. Some wandered in the desert, in the wilderness, finding no way to a city they could dwell in. Hungry they were and thirsty. Their soul was fainting within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their need. And he rescued them from their distress, and he led them along the right way to reach a city they could dwell in. Let them thank the Lord for his love, for the wonders he does for men. For he satisfies the thirsty soul, he fills the hungry with good things. Some lay in darkness and in gloom, prisoners in misery and chains, having defied the words of God and spurned the counsels of the Most High. He crushed their spirit with toil. They stumbled. There was no one to help. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress. He led them forth from darkness and gloom and broke their chains to pieces. Let them thank the Lord for his goodness, for the wonders he does for men. For he bursts the gates of bronze and shatters the iron bars. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord for his mercy and for the wonderful things he has done for men. Men have seen the works of God, the marvels he has done. Men have seen the works of God, the marvels he has done. Some were sick on account of their sins and afflicted on account of their guilt. They had a loathing for every food. They came close to the gates of death. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress. He sent forth his word to heal them and saved their life from the grave. Let them thank the Lord for his love, for the wonders he does for men. Let them offer a sacrifice of thanks and tell of his deeds with rejoicing. Some sailed to the sea in ships to trade on the mighty waters. These men have seen the Lord's deeds, the wonders he does in the deep. For he spoke, he summoned the gale raising up the waves of the sea, tossed up to heaven 
then into the deep, their soul melted away in their distress. They staggered, reeled like drunken men, for all their skill was gone. Then they cried to the Lord in their need, and he rescued them from their distress. He stilled the storm to a whisper. All the waves of the sea were hushed. They rejoiced because of the calm, and he led them to the haven they desired. Let them thank the Lord for his love, the wonders he does for men. Let them exalt him in the gathering of the people and praise him in the meeting of the elders. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Men have seen the works of God, the marvels he has done. Those who love the Lord will see and rejoice. They will understand his loving kindness. Those who love the Lord will see and rejoice. They They will understand his loving kindness. He changes streams into a desert, springs of water into thirsty ground, fruitful land into a salty waste, for the wickedness of those who live there. But he changes desert into streams, thirsty ground into springs of water. There he settles the hungry, and they build a city to dwell in. They sow fields and plant their vines. These yield crops for the harvest. He blesses them. They grow in numbers. He does not let their herds decrease. He pours contempt upon princes makes them wander in trackless wastes. They diminish, are reduced to nothing, by oppression, evil, and sorrow. But he raises the needy from distress, makes families numerous as a flock. The upright see it and rejoice, but all who do wrong are silenced. Whoever is wise, let him heed these things and consider the love of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. You fill the hungry with good things, Lord God, and break the sinner's chains. Hear your people who call to you in their need, and lead your church from the shadows of death. Gather us from sunrise to sunset that we may grow together in faith and love and give lasting thanks for your kindness. Those who love the Lord will see and rejoice. They they will understand his loving kindness. Your truth, O God, is high as the clouds. Lord, your goodness is deep as the ocean. From the Book of Judges Samson fell in love with a woman in the Wadi Sorak, whose name was Delilah. The lords of the Philistines came to her and said, Beguile him and find out the secret of his great strength, and how we may overcome and bind him so as to keep him helpless. We will each give you eleven hundred shekels of silver. 
So Delilah said to Samson, Tell me the secret of your great strength and how you may be bound so as to be kept helpless. She importuned him continually and vexed him with her complaints till he was deathly weary of them. So he took her completely into his confidence and told her, No razor has touched my head, for I have been consecrated to God from my mother's womb. If I am shaved, my strength will leave me, and I shall be as weak as any other man. When Delilah saw that he had taken her completely into his confidence, she summoned the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up this time, for he has opened his heart to me. So the lords of the Philistines came and brought up the money with them. She had him sleep on her lap and called for a man who shaved off his seven locks of hair. Then she began to mistreat him, for his strength had left him. When she said, The Philistines are upon you, Samson, and he woke from his sleep, he thought he could make good his escape as he had done time and again for he did not realize that the Lord had left him. But the Philistines seized him and gouged out his eyes. Then they brought him down to Gaza and bound him with bronze fetters, and he was put to grinding in the prison. But the hair of his head began to grow as soon as it was shaved off. The lords of the Philistines assembled to offer a great sacrifice to their god Dagon and to make merry. They said, Our God has delivered into our power Samson, our enemy. When their spirits were high, they said, Call Samson that he may amuse us. So they called Samson from the prison, and he played the buffoon before them. When the people saw him, they praised their God, for they said, Our God has delivered into our power our enemy the ravager of our land, the one who has multiplied our slain. Then they stationed him between the columns. Samson said to the attendant who was holding his hand, Put me where I may touch the columns that support the temple and may rest against them. The temple was full of men and women. All the lords of the Philistines were there and from the roof about three thousand men and women looked on as Samson provided amusement. Samson cried out to the Lord and said, O Lord God, remember me. Strengthen me, O God, this last time, that for my two eyes I may avenge myself once and for all on the Philistines. Samson grasped the two middle columns on which the temple rested and braced himself against them one at his right hand, the other at his left. And Samson said, Let me die with the Philistines. He pushed hard, and the temple fell upon the lords and all the people who were in it. Those he killed at his death were more than those he had killed during his lifetime. All his family and kinsmen went down and bore him up for burial in the grave of his father Manoah between Zorah and Eshtaol. He had judged Israel for twenty years. Defend me, God. Take up my cause against a faithless people. For you are are my my rock and my fortress. Remember me and give me strength just once again.
for you are my rock and my fortress. A reading from a treatise on the Lord's Prayer by St. Cyprian, Bishop and Martyr. Dear friends, why does the fact that God has taught us such a prayer as this astonish us? Did he not express all of our prayers in his own words of life? Indeed, this was already foretold by Isaiah. Filled with the Holy Spirit, he spoke of the majesty and fidelity of God. The Lord will speak a final brief word of justice, a word throughout the world. Our Lord Jesus Christ came for all mankind. He gathered together male and female, the learned and the unlearned, the old and the young, and taught them his saving doctrine. He did not want his disciples to be burdened by memorizing his teaching. He made a complete summary of his commands, such as was necessary for a trusting faith, and could be quickly learned. Thus he summarized his teaching on the mystery of eternal life and its meaning with an admirable, divine brevity. And eternal life is this, to know you the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you sent. Again, in quoting the first and greatest precept of the Law and the Prophets, he spoke in the same way. Listen, Israel, the Lord your God is one Lord, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. The second is like it. You must love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depends all that is contained in the Law and the Prophets. On another occasion, the Lord said, Always treat others as you would like them to treat you. That is the meaning of the Law and the Prophets. God taught us to pray not only by His words, but also by His actions. He taught us by His own example, for He often prayed on our behalf. The Scripture says, He withdrew to the wilderness and prayed. And again, he went into the hills to pray, and he spent the whole night in prayer to God. Was the sinless Lord praying for himself? No. He was praying and interceding on our behalf. He explained this to Peter. Behold, Satan demanded that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you, that your faith may not fail. Later on, he prayed to the Father for everyone. I am not praying for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their preaching, that they may be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be one in us. God loves us. For the sake of our salvation, he is generous toward us. He is not satisfied with redeeming us by his blood. He also prays to the Father on our behalf. Consider the love exemplified in that prayer. The Father and Son are one. We, too, are to abide in that oneness. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. I, I trust, trust in, in you, you, O my God. God. Let, Let me not be put to shame. Guide me in the way of your truth and teach me, for you are my saving God, and I hope in you. All day long. I trust in you, O my God. Let me not be put to shame. Let us pray. O God, 
strength of those who hope in you, graciously hear our pleas. And, since without you mortal frailty can be nothing, grant us always the help of your grace, that in following your commands we may please you by our resolve and our deeds. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty minutes before the hour, it's daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Saturday of the 11th week in Ordinary Time, June 18th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord tells his disciples, don't worry. God is going to take care of you. It's from the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. No one can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor about your body, what you shall put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add one cubit to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you? O men of little faith! Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be yours as well. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Let the day's own trouble be sufficient for the day. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Holy is His name. He is 
Steve Angrisano's version of the Magnificat, our Saturday tribute to our Blessed Mother on this, her day of the week. It's 15 minutes before the hour. On Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app, I'm Paul Sadek. June is the month of the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. We'll celebrate the Sacred Heart this coming Friday and the Immaculate Heart next Saturday. And it'll be a nice thing during this month. If you would add this intention to all of your prayers for an increase in the virtues of humility and holy purity to strengthen family life and marriage. Let's do that now as we pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org, a lay apostolate promoting the prayer of the liturgy of the hours by all of the faithful as we join together now in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The dawn is sprinkling in the east. It's golden shower as day flows in. Fast mount the Pointed shafts of light, farewell to darkness and to sin. Away, ye midnight phantoms all, away despondence and despair. Whatever guilt the night has brought, now let it vanish into Lord, 
Lord, you are near to us, and all your ways are true. Lord, you are near to us, and all your ways are true. I call with all my heart. Lord, hear me. I will keep your commands. I call upon you. Save me, and I will do your will. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your word. My eyes watch through the night to ponder your promise. In your love, hear my voice, O Lord. Give me life by your decrees. Those who harm me unjustly draw near. They are far from your law. But you, O Lord, are close. Your commands are truth. Long have I known that your will is established forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Save us by the power of your hand, Father, for our enemies have ignored your words. May the fire of your word consume our sins and its brightness illumine our hearts. Lord, you are near to us, and all your ways are true. Wisdom of God be with me, always at work in me. Wisdom of God be with me, always at work in me. God of my fathers, Lord of mercy, you who have made all things by your word, and in your wisdom have established man to rule the creatures produced by you, to govern the world in holiness and justice, and to render judgment in integrity of heart. Give me wisdom, the attendant at your throne, and reject me not from among your children, for I am your servant, the son of your handmaid, a man weak and short-lived and lacking in comprehension of judgment and of laws. Indeed, though one be perfect among the sons of men, if wisdom who comes from you be not with him, he shall be held in no esteem. Now with you is wisdom, who knows your works and was present when you made the world who understands what is pleasing in your eyes and what is conformable with your commands. Send her forth from your holy heavens and from your glorious throne. Dispatch her that she may be with me and work with me that I may know what is your pleasure. For she knows and understands all things and will guide me discreetly in my affairs, and safeguard me by her glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. Wisdom of God, be with me, always at work in me. The Lord remains faithful to his promise forever. The Lord remains faithful to his promise forever. O praise the Lord, all you nations. Acclaim him, all you peoples. Strong is his love for us. 
He is faithful forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God our Father, may all nations and peoples praise you. May Jesus, who is called faithful and true, and who lives with you eternally, possess our hearts forever. The Lord remains faithful to his promise forever. A reading from the letter to the Philippians. In everything you do, act without grumbling or arguing. Prove yourself innocent and straightforward, children of God beyond reproach, in the midst of a twisted and depraved generation, among whom you shine like the stars in the sky. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. I cry to you, O Lord, for you are my refuge. I cry cry to you, O Lord. For For you you are are my refuge. You are all I desire in the land of the living. For For you are my refuge. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. I I cry to you, O Lord, for for you are my refuge. Lord, shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death. With confidence, let us pray to the Father, who willed that the Virgin Mary should surpass all creatures in heaven and earth. Look upon the mother of your Son and hear our prayers. Look Look upon upon the the mother mother of of your your Son and and hear our our prayers. We are grateful to you, Father of mercy. For you gave us Mary to be our mother and our model. Through her intercession, cleanse our hearts. Look Look upon upon the mother of your son and hear our prayer. You inspired Mary to be attentive to your word and faithful in your service. 
Through her intercession, give us the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Look Look upon upon the mother mother of your son and and hear our our prayer. You strengthened Mary at the foot of the cross and filled her with joy at the resurrection of your son. Through her intercession, relieve our distress and strengthen our hope. Look Look upon upon the mother mother of your son and and hear our prayer. And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God our Father, fountain and source of our salvation, may we proclaim your glory every day of our lives, that we may sing your praise forever in heaven. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Well, the weekend has arrived. It's Saturday. It's a day to go out and run errands, get things done, get the lawn mowed. But don't forget about Sunday Mass tomorrow. And tomorrow is a very special day. It will be the solemnity of the body and blood of Christ. And it's the beginning of the three-year National Eucharistic Revival. Now, this will culminate in 2024 with a National Eucharistic Congress in Indianapolis in July of 2024. The mission is to renew the church by enkindling a living relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ in the Holy Eucharist. It's a movement of Catholics across the United States, healed, converted, formed, and unified by an encounter with Jesus in the Eucharist and sent out in mission for the life of the world. If you want to find out more, keep tuned to Relevant Radio. In the meantime, the Saturday edition of Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, and on the Relevant Radio app. You go out now and make this a great day and a great and a holy weekend, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.